Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. One day trades. That's $3. You cheap. And one plays scratch offs. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. If they still work here, you can bet they're in the bend. Vinny and Haney on 1057 The Fan. Well, if you asked our team, I thought last Wednesday was our best practice. Again, I thought over the last few weeks we practiced well. Didn't play as well against Pittsburgh, obviously. Played better against Tennessee, just didn't finish in the red zone. And I think they had started to see that. Had started to see that the things we were doing. I mean, I think you're always looking for perfection. You're looking to be elite at whatever you do. So I think there was um, frustration that before the half that we turned the ball over. Could have finished the half on our terms. It's about the little details that you don't necessarily see is what makes the difference. And camaraderie and, and selflessness and effort and execution are things that don't aren't necessarily shown to the naked eye when you're when you're watching the tape. So to answer your question, that's those are the things that you see on a, in, a play in and play out basis is execution. You're not making the decisions based off of um, kind of the weather and the way the wind's blowing. I think you're just going off of what the tape told you. And the tape told us that we did the things that we needed to do to win the game. So that was that was really good. Mike McDonald mm-hmm. talking about its defense and their performance, not worried about elements, not worrying about kicking, receiving, opening stuff, is worried about domination. Now, obviously, the Ravens' offense did them a solid by dominating and keeping them off the field for most of the game. But, Vinny, as we talk about the brilliance of the offense last Sunday against Detroit, a lot of three and outs for the Lions there in that first half. They gave Baltimore a lot of opportunities to put the uh, the hammer or time puffy pants on yeah, the what was it, 21 nothing after the first quarter? And 14 what? zip. It, it was 28 zips, 16 first downs to none. Yeah. Already over 300 yards before the Lions got their first first down. Yeah, so if you're a defensive coordinator, you're probably feeling pretty good about yourself, you know? So – yeah, and, and then, you know, it's for a defensive player, um, it makes where every play, you know, is not a – the game lands on, on every play. You know, I mean, it gives you a little – it gives you a huge cushion. And the way that you're playing and the way that they're playing, you know, you play free. And, and then by, by the time you're up by then, you're just teeing off. Because if they run it, okay, so what? You know, doesn't really matter. We're going to get a stat breakdown later in the show, but defensively, the Ravens are kind of, I don't say exceeding expectations, but might be given the injuries because we talked about Owe and Ajabo and the steps we expected them to take. Marlon Humphrey missed the first few weeks of the season. Marcus Williams got hurt. He missed games. But here we sit, Vinny, going into week number eight of the NFL season. Ravens first place in the division. 
And statistically, they're number one in sacks, which we talked about it yesterday. Nobody saw. But here they are right there. Yeah. Right there among the league leaders defensively. And they really haven't been at full strength yet. No. For the season. And, Bob, the thing about it is like a training camp. All right. Uh, Corners. Corner. You know, who's playing corner? Who's rushing the passer? You know, because they have no experience because it was a job 0-0 way or the two pass rushers. You know, so, I mean, the big concern from the draft all the way to training camp, it was it was corners and it was pass rush. And like you said, Bob, I mean, they're number two in the league against the pass and they're number one in sacks. So, yeah, you got to – everybody in that defensive room, coaches, players, they all deserve the credit. We also heard from Todd Monk in there starting the show, Ravens offensive coordinator, and, you know, just their brilliant performance, especially in the first half against the Lions, which pretty much put that game to bed by halftime. But not being satisfied with the performance we heard Lamar talk about a couple of days ago. That's great. He won another award, ninth time. Player of the week offensively in the AFC, but it's just one week. Let's start putting these things together, and we keep hearing the word consistent. Can they find that offensive consistency where you go into a game knowing that, hey, red zone's going to be effective. They're going to move the chains for the most part, not worrying about whether or not they just crap the bed in one particular quarter. Yeah, and I think, you know, the thing that if you're Todd Munkin in in the first meeting this week with the offense – Guys, see, when we execute, you see what we can do. But it takes all 11, and it takes execution. And with execution comes guys making plays. You know, Bob, they made plays on third down. They made plays in the red zone. You know, they they made plays, and they executed prop. No sacks. You know, the receivers played the best they played all year. Yep. So we hope, Bob, you know, that – because listen to Todd, it's, you know, Wednesday practice last week was best one they had. Thursday was a good practice, you know. So hopefully that they're stacking practice, that the practices this week, you know, are just as good and they're just as focused, you know, going out. See, it shouldn't be about Arizona. It should be about them. They're striving for perfection. It doesn't matter who we're playing. It doesn't matter that we're playing, you know, a crappy team in Arizona. No, it's how we do. If we play bad. You know, we'll struggle. If we play good, this game will be over early. Speedy and Haiti, 1057, the Fed featured artist Friday. That reveal coming up in a few minutes. You want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. Spread is now going up to nine and a half in favor of the Ravens as they look to get to six and two on the year. Ravens have been doing a lot of traveling. They played last week against Detroit, their first home game in basically a month. But after the Cardinals next or this Sunday, they come back home for three straight home games, all of them against interesting opponents, Seattle, Cleveland, and then Cincinnati on that Thursday night. So we can't understate the importance of this game for the Ravens if they want to win the division, which is going to be huge for them. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, and Bob, you know, it's, it would be nice, you know, to have a good win here. And then you've won three in a row. And then, like you said, you got Seattle, good quarterback. You know, then Cleveland, I'm guessing Watson won't be playing again. And then I'm guessing if Cincinnati beats San Fran, they're going to be rolling when they come in. Sure. 
So that's that's going to be the toughest game of the three. And they're going to want redemption because they've already lost to the Ravens at home. Mm-hmm. So, and it's a national TV prime timey Thursday night for prime time, nonetheless. So yes, it's Arizona losers of four in a row, one and six, last place in their division. But that's why they kick the ball off, Vinny, and play this game for sixty minutes. Sports at five eight three one zero five seven is the number. You get in, make your predictions, your concerns for the game. Has the offense hit its stride? Was last week an aberration? It was against the number one defense against the run. Ravens ran all over them. They were number one in a lot of categories. Detroit was, and Baltimore <coughs> imposed its will. Did the Ravens maybe expose the Lions for being frauds? I'm not buying that. I think, you know, when that buzz all day, no. Lions got caught up in it because they have the Raiders. We'll do our picks later in the show. But get on in here. We'll talk about that. World Series starts tonight. You can hear it on 105.7 The Fan. It is an unlikely World Series. I haven't heard one person nationally or here because nobody thought this was happening. Diamondbacks and Rangers in the World Series. Nobody saw this would come in, but it's happening. It's real. It starts tonight. Arizona, 84-win team. Going with Zach Gallon, who had a great regular season. A little sketchy in the postseason against Nathan Avaldi for Texas, who was an all-star. He's been outstanding in the playoffs. He closed out the Orioles in game three. Arizona was 3-1 and one against the Rangers in the regular season. But, Vinny, as we know, at this stage, all that could uh, see trends and this, that, and the other. Get out of here. Doesn't really matter anymore. Starting pitcher. Except for Houston sucking at home. Because yeah. that, that eventually uh, doomed that Bob Nightingale joining us at 1.30 from USA Today. We'll preview the World Series with him. Maryland tomorrow. Gaming in here on the fan. Noon taking on Northwestern. Terps now 14-point favorites in this game against the Wildcats. Northwestern lost last week to Nebraska. Maryland will see them in a couple of weeks. But Maryland's coming off the bye. Vinny, we talked to Damon yesterday, Damon Evans, AD. Talked to Michael Oxley, the head coach, a couple of days ago. And they're saying all the right things about being prepared. A lot of distractions yes, with this Maryland football program off the field, and in particular with their coaching staff. Yeah. And um, the thing, you know, like with Sumlin, with the DUI, and he's not here this week. To me, you, you address it uh, in your – Sunday meeting with the team and then and then it's over. Then it's over. You know, like Locks is coaching tight ends this week or whatever, whatever, however they've got it arranged. And then you don't bring it up again. Cause we got a zero in on boom. You know, we got six guys back that were hurt. So we got no excuses. But Josh Gaddis, their offensive coordinator, prominent in yeah. this Michigan spygate, if you want to call it that. Scenario: He was the off, well, the coordinator of the year, first year in Michigan. Then he left. In Miami, got whack attack there, and he's here in Maryland, where it's third and six against Illinois. You're running the ball when you're down by three late in the fourth quarter, putting the ball on the toe of a guy that has made fifty percent of his field goals. So I guess people are asking, like. Well, you were all great when that dude was standing next to you telling the, telling you the plays. Yeah. What have you been doing since you've left with this guy in Ann Arbor, not in College Park or in Miami? Right, because in that story about that million, minion, million, uh, 
the guy up at Michigan is, and they have pictures, him standing right next to Gaddis, <laughs> you know, and, you know, calling, uh, telling him what the signs were and, every, and all that stuff. So, um, and then Gaddis, I mean, Bob, it kind of, fun because Gaddis was the, whatever the coach of the year, assistant coach, Bro- Frank Broyles award it, winner. It was him. All right. So then he leaves Michigan, goes to Miami for one year as the OC. It comes in with all the hype, gets fired after one year. Then where'd he go? Was it here? No, he went somewhere else yeah. and then got fired. When are, well, him and Loxley were together in Alabama. Yeah. Because not to get too bogged down to it, but he was supposed to come to Maryland first and at the last minute backed out and went to Ann Arbor with Michigan. But anyway, distractions is what I'm saying with the coaching staff. I mean, the kids are kids. They're going to Northwestern, coming off a bye They've lost two in a row. How, what's the confidence level really like for this team? We'll get into that and more. It's Vinny and Haiti, 1057 The Fan. We have time to get to. It is Featured Artist Friday. Who we jamming to? You'll find out next here on the Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Vin. A lot of the decisions we've made in the back is function on one who's available and just the, the overall skill set that you're working with but to your point about Arthur has been playing really good football for us that's Mike McDonald talking about Arthur Millette coming off an outstanding performance against Detroit and Brandon Stevens doing some yeoman's work it is featured artist Friday let's not overlook that Nolan McGraw who we jam into today so a little local flair here OAR all right, it's chosen by the people. Got to admit, not familiar with this song. Neither. Not real familiar with their catalog. I have heard of them, and I think they used to tour rather extensively in the metro uh, area here. But if you want to hear from OAR, we got you. 410-583-1057. Vinny, before we get to the phones. But my lat stealer got mm-hmm. hurt early, kind of forgot he was even a part of the equation. Now making himself part of the equation. But what about... Brandon Stevens kind of getting more and more comfortable in whatever role they're putting him in. I, I think he's comfortable, and I think he's confident, and I think they're confident in him. Now, with Millette, when you listen to it, you know, I think it goes on a little bit more because Mike McDonald, because I asked him about, you know, um, 
Humphrey was, you know, was really good in the slot. He said, hey, he says, Millette, he's not solidified. You know, it's not like he's going to be there every time. He says, we're, you know, we're going to give us, we're going to put the guy in there that gives us the best chance to win. Which, when I listened to the whole thing, Bob, it's like, they love they don't love Millette. He's he's okay, you know. Aren't we not to get negative here on a, a positive featured artist Friday? But at this stage, in Jalen Armour Davis supposed to be bringing more to the equation here? Yes, by now. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, my guess, like, let's go back to I think it was, um, mini camp. No, mini camp. Minicamp, he was playing second team behind Roxin. And then Rock was giving up Obama, Obama practice. Nice. So then all of a sudden, Armour Davis is playing with the ones, you know, and then, you know, and did a decent job with the ones. And then all of a sudden, he gets hurt and he disappears and then he comes back and, you know, then he's inactive and guys pass him up. And, you know, so uh, it's like uh, they kind of, Passed him up, and I don't know that they trust him enough right now. And you're now. bringing in the Millettes and the Darbys and the Rockusins because he hasn't been able to elevate, and we talked about it. He was five-star recruit coming out of high school mm-hmm. at Alabama, and then that injury issues. That's why he was a fourth-round pick. But if he can get some level of durability, who knows? Diamond in the rough, perhaps. By the way, Roquan Smith back in practice yesterday said he's ready to go. Yeah, if the man. sun's shining and they don't cancel games, he's playing in Arizona. Yeah, I mean, to me, uh, he's probably he's got. Uh, I'm guessing the same mentality as Ray Lewis. I, I don't, do, you know, Ray. I'm guessing that Ray didn't miss many games till 2005 when there was a contract issue, yeah. and then what was it? Oh, two, I believe he got hurt <laughs> with a shoulder. Monday Night Football, just baby playing out his mind. But uh, Roquan Smith played over 50 consecutive games, so. He'll be ready to rock and roll. Ravens are nine and a half point favorites against the Cardinals. Is it appropriate? You have a prediction for the World Series. It's Arizona, Texas. Nobody predicted that, I would think. Get on in here. Let's go to Harper County. It's Joe. Joe, thanks for holding. Thanks for joining us. It's Vinny at Haney 1057, the fan. It's featured artist Friday. Hey, Vinny Haney. How are you doing? Great show. What's up? Good. I just got a question to ask you and what's your opinion? Do you see pandemonium if the Ravens lose Sunday? Yes, I, I, I think I'll, it'd be. I'll it with that. I, I think it'd be totally disappointing you. because you're losing to a team that has way inferior talent, and the only re- reason that you're going to lose that game is if you turn the ball over. And what did uh, Damon Evans say about the the Terps? They weren't prepared last week yes. or the last game. Yeah, the Illinois, Illinois game. So if I, I don't I don't see I think the Ravens are ramping it up right now. That's that's my feeling is is they're confident. They see what they can do. I think it's just stepping stone games each week. That's if, my opinion. If they go out there and lose to Arizona to the caller's point, which they won't. No. But say they did. We'll have a Monday meltdown of epic proportions. Even worse than losing to the Steelers a couple of weeks ago because you're coming off this demolition of a good Lions team. 
You go out west as big favorites to a team that's lost four in a row with a backup quarterback. They're starting running backs out. Rookie head coach. You go out and lay an egg there. People are going to – and how they lose will dictate who gets the brunt of the blame. But it would be unacceptable with a capital U. Every letter of unacceptable in caps to lose to Arizona coming off that big win. Bob, Lamar be throwing pick sixes and that kind of I, – I just don't – I think – I mean, he's played too well the last three weeks. And like you said, Bob, Dobbs, the last three games, 52% complete. I mean, he's gotten worse the last three games. They're averaging 13 points over the last three games. No touchdown passes in the last two. 70 quarterback rating in the last three. So he's trending downward. Where Lamar's got a quarterback rating over 100. And by the way, you have Marquise Brown keeping an eye on him, and I'm sure he'll be motivated. But he's a guy that's mentioned prominently in trade talks. Mm -hmm. He might have a suitcase packed trying to get out of there. Let's get back to the phones. Let's go to Baltimore. It's Trippy. Trippy, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, Bobby and Vinny? How you doing, dude? um, I just wanted to chime in the game this week. Um, I'm speaking for myself, but the only thing I'm really worried about, because like at the beginning of the season, the only thing I really was worried about was the pass rushing. Now we got the pass rushing good, right? Yeah. The offense starting to click. Shout out my man, Tom, and I gave him his flowers after the game Sunday. But I think a lot of Ravens fans, we just more worried about, like, because you know everybody saying it's a trap game, and we know how the Ravens play to these low-level teams. So I think we should come out just like Lamar said, consistency. You know what I mean? Like, we just need consistency. Like, we can go out there keep doing the same thing we did Sunday. I think we're going to be a problem. And then we got three games home straight, three games, uh, three yeah. home games straight. And they, what, they division games? So if you think about it, we'll be looking good. I I, I agree. Thanks, and, man. and I – I can't see them laying an egg, and I I don't see it as a trap game. Bob, I see this as a game like if you're um, Ohio State or University of Michigan, you're playing Indiana or Illinois, that's that's what you're doing. Right. If, if I was looking at an air quotes trap game, it would be Seattle the next week coming back. Before you, know, you play Cleveland, yeah, Cincy. That would be the one that would concern me, but – they handle their business, Baltimore against Arizona, which we all think they will. If you're a dissenter, feel free to get in at Fortet 583-1057. So you're six and two. Yep. You handle Seattle, eight or seven, eight, nine. Nine and two going to Los Angeles, the Chargers before the bye. They pretty much solidified their playoff status. And if they can beat Cleveland and Cincinnati, you got the division. you've won the division because they will get redemption, I would assume, against the Steelers later in the year. Yeah. Now, now we're talking about a team that might start stacking some stuff. If Cincy loses to the Niners this weekend, Bob, then they're, what, three and four. And then they got a tough game next week too, right? Cincy does, didn't you say? They got Buffalo next week. Yeah. at I'm guessing at home if they're in San Fran. It is. It's, uh, let's see, Sunday night. Yeah, then they'll come in four and four. Brock Purdy, chances are he might not play. I'm guessing he's not. And and Bob, the stat that I heard was anybody that's gone into concussion protocol that week has not played, has missed at least one game. Nobody has come back and played the same week. And they played on a Monday night. 
It's video at Haiti 1057 The Fan. It's Football Friday. It's Featured Artist Friday. It's OAR. You don't hear anything from them. Send your request. Blasport text line. How do the Ravens lose this game to the Cardinals other than turnovers? I mean, the Cardinals would have to play a 100% perfect game for that to be a stunning upset. It's not going to happen. But anyway, we could talk about it. World Series starts tonight. If you're betting, who you betting on there? Maryland's at Northwestern. Are the distractions at College Park on the sidelines enough to make Northwestern a live 14-point dog? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today it's the most anticipated WNBA season in history and you know what that means court is back in session welcome to queens of the court an odyssey original podcast i'm your girl cheryl swoop and i'm jordan robinson all WNBA season long we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes analysis on your favorite teams and lots of hot take order order in the court follow and listen to queens of the court on the free odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts there different sports different teams different opinions there's one place to talk about them, and it's on 1057 the fan don't go anywhere else featured artist friday o-a-r as chosen by you the people semi-local band anything you want to hear from them send your request to the plaza for text line Four ten five eight three one zero five seven Thursday night football. It was the Bills twenty four eighteen over Tampa, and we'll get into the picks more in depth later in the show. We all picked Buffalo to win the game. Josh Allen responsible for three touchdowns did throw a pick, but they just don't seem to have that killer instinct and finish things off and. You know, we can sit here and criticize Allen for the turnovers. I would think most teams would take him as their starting quarterback that aren't, you know, Baltimore mm-hmm. or Kansas City or somebody like that. But what they were eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Why can they not win as Vegas sees them being capable of winning? And we saw what they – remember Miami just put 70 yeah. up on Denver and Buffalo put a foot up their asses. The week after that, but other than that, the Bills really, really struggle. I think they miss Milano a ton. You know, who's Mike out Milano, for the year? Yeah, linebacker. Yeah. yeah, you know, because I think he was their green dot guy and all that stuff, Bob, and kind of one of their leaders and stuff. You know, and and how healthy really is Von Miller? You know, because he's their closer. You know, per se. So I think they've got some issues defensively. Now, saw Bob Josh Allen. Going to the tent last night yeah. after a running play. And, you know, he had elbow last year. Looks like his shoulder's bothering him this year. Not to make excuses for him because he is kind of a one-man gang. And we saw it when he's doing well, he's as good as anybody. But looks like he's banged up again. And it goes back to use Cam Newton as an example. Yep. When you're that relying on your quarterback to run and throw and do all these superhero like things, they take a lot of hits, and that guy gets clobbered. Yeah, 
the the biggest difference, and Lamar probably has more carries, but I don't know that Lamar's taken a big hit all year. I, I can't recall. Whereas last year, he took a ton. Yeah. You know, and I think he was about 10, 15 pounds heavier too. But he, I have not seen him, you know, he's he's running smartly, whereas – you know, Josh Allen, he runs like a tight end. He's bigger than half the dudes trying yeah, to tackle him. Yeah, he's 250 or 255. But it's starting to catch up to him, it seems. But they win, and that's all that matters. They're 5-3 on the year. It's video at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Again, we'll do our picks later in the show. Jonas Shaper is going to be joining us top of the hour from the Baltimore Banner Preview. The matchup with the Cardinals, Ravens' big favorites, trying to make it three in a row against an Arizona team that has lost Four in a row. And then Vinny's keys are coming up here in a couple of minutes. But let's get out to the phones. What do you have to say, everybody, about the game? Ravens are big favorites. Was the offense what you thought it was going to be? Can they sustain it? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's Bill in Baltimore. Bill, what's up? Yeah, uh, I just like to say it's like the only thing. I mean, we got everything going for us. It's like if the referees get involved. If we don't make mistakes and penalties and all that, it's like we got a shot at it. Other than that, I don't know. I'll let you have it. Well, thank you for the call. And the Ravens are one of the more penalized teams in the NFL this year. Or yeah. have been. Um, yeah. You know who has a ton of penalties, Bob? Arizona. Yeah. They have a ton. Because, I mean, on, on offense, they're the third most penalized team. And on defense uh, – They've they're twenty ninth most, you know. So I mean, they have f- forty eight on offense, forty nine on defense. Whereas the Ravens penalty, they have forty three and forty one, and they're fifteenth and they're fifteenth and fifteenth. Now I have the officials here because of the always fun flip card. Oh, Ravens and Cardinals. But I'm going to sit here and say, with one hundred percent honesty, because I don't lie anyway. I have no idea who any of these people are. Trey Blake is the referee. That's the whitehead. Trey Blake. Yep. No clue who he is. And there's a bunch of other people. This guy and that guy and then this other dude and then this guy here. I don't know any of these people. I don't know what their trends are in regards to officiating. But uh, the caller's point, Vinny, you know, you get a little, for instance, on the uh, Hail Mary last night. Yeah. Tampa and Buffalo. Godwin was unscathed, but on the other side of the end zone, there was another uh, Buccaneers receiver who was getting mugged, and there was no laundry to be found. And I understand in late situations, you want to let the play dictate itself, but, you know, a penalty's a penalty, and you just want consistency, and, you know, maybe Tampa got a hose there. Bob, Trey Blake will be entering his third season as an NFL official. He's been promoted to the referee position. How about that? I mean, he hadn't he hadn't been in the league long. All right. So if the Ravens lose, we're going to blame the quarterback because that's what you do. You'll blame Harbaugh because that's what you do, and then we'll blast Trey Blake. No, and I got no problem ripping referees. You want to get in? You can at four ten five eight three one zero five seven. It's featured artist Friday. Ravens looking to go six and two. World Series starts tonight. You can hear it on one zero five seven. The fan. Any of our boxing people out there? What about Fury and Agano tomorrow? It's like one of these crossover farces. His longtime boxing writer Randy Gordon called it. 
You got what did Tyson Fury said? He's trading on McDonald's and Big Macs and milkshakes and all this. Who knows? But you know, he's got big fights lined up with Usyk. He said he wants to get back into the uh, you know fighting every couple of months sort of thing. But who's watching it? I want my pugilist fans to get in here, share their thoughts on that one. And if you're a fan of UFC MMA, does this guy have a chance of pulling? Maybe the most. It's not a title fight. Let's stress that. Fury's belts aren't on the line, but if, if he loses, it would probably be the biggest upset in boxing history. Vinny and Haney's keys to the game. We're doing a hell of a job. We're resilient, we're moving on, and we're playing our ass off. It's an NFL football game right here. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan here on this featured artist Friday. It is OAR. Anything you want to hear from them, send your request. Blah Sport Tax Line at 410 Baltimore <laughs> Ravens. 5-2 on the year, 3-1 and one on the road, first place in the AFC North, coming off their most impressive win of the year, probably their most impressive win based on the status of the team they beat in a couple of seasons. Cardinals, however, they're 1-6. They've lost four in a row. They're buried at the bottom of the NFC West. They're 9.5-point underdogs. However, they kick the ball off. They play on, I guess it's turf or whatever it is, out there at Phoenix, Vinny, how do the Ravens avoid the upset keys to victory? Uh, number one, fast start. When you play in a team that you're much better than, get a fast start. If you want to eliminate them right away, that's the best thing to do. Let them know right off the get-go that you you don't belong on the same field with us. Number two, Lamar over 325 total yards. And, I mean, this is a defense that's ranked 28th, 23rd in the past, 25th against the rush. I think he's going to have – because they don't get pressure on the quarterback. That's my whole thing is they don't get pressure on the quarterback. And if you don't get pressure on Lamar, he's going to be able to throw the ball all over the field. And if you want to blitz him and then Lamar takes off, then he's going to make some chunk plays. And they're not that athletic. You know, on the defensive side. And at least one wide receiver go over 100 yards. Now, why would you have that? Because for the last five games, teams, Ayuk, 6 for 148. Chase, 15 for 192. Cup, 7 for 148. You know, and then uh, and Jigba, 4 for 63. So, at least one receiver has had a humongous game. One big play on teams. And the reason I put that in is, like I said, their backups and stuff, they're not that athletic. They run okay, not great, uh, watching them on film. I think Duvernay returning, he'll have a chance to make a play. So make a big play on teams. And then uh, keep them under 80 yards rushing. I mean, they, they do run the ball. I mean, they're sixth in rushing, but they haven't run it since connor has been out. They have not yeah. run the ball well. And the quarterback, <clears throat> he gets about 35, 40 yards a game. So keep them eighty yard, under 80 yards rushing. If they do that, Bob, and make them one-dimensional where they've got to throw it all the time and this kid, you know, is throwing 52% now with a 70 quarterback rating, they're going to get a couple picks. And... They've averaged 13 points a game over the last three games. Five sacks. Five sacks. The offensive line is not great. 
The offensive line is not great. They And I think they don't play well against stunts and twists. So I think they're going to be able to get into the backfield. So um, I'm expecting, you know, and if the Ravens can get ahead and they got to throw it all the time, I think they'll they'll have five or more sacks. And then no plays over 25 yards, Marquise Brown. You know, I mean, that, that's the thing. Don't don't let them get over the top. Like Harp said the other day, keep the ball inside and in front of you, and then they'll be fine. Make them work. Make them drive the ball. Can they go 10 plays against the Ravens' defense? I don't think so. And then the most important one, zero turnovers. Only way the Ravens can lose. Zero turnovers. If I had to put one stat, one key, zero turnovers. If the Ravens have zero turnovers, they win. To that point, we'll get to the stats later. Arizona is plus three in turnover ratio. However, they haven't translated those. No. Seattle was a minus three against them, Bob. Right. And won 20 to 10. If they didn't turn it over, they probably score into the 30s. You know, I mean, but, but teams, what they do is they don't play. They're not as sharp, you know. And when you're not as sharp, you turn the ball over. Uh, so, Geno Smith just fumbled the ball, like on a snap, just dropped the ball. Another one, he throws it. Um, they're in the red zone. He throws an interception right to their guy. You know, just some dumb things. If the Ravens don't do that, they're going to be fine. Yeah, Ravens are minus one, and I guess most of that's attributed to the fact they've lost a bunch of fumbles because Lamar's not throwing a ton of picks. He's only thrown three, but they do lose their share of fumbles here. That, that's been the issue. You know, Lamar and his fumbles. Yeah, that that's been the only that's been the biggest negative. It's video Haiti, one oh five seven, the Pat Featured Artist Friday, O A R. Ravens dining at point favorites over the Cardinals. It is football Friday. It's also World Series Friday. The fall classic starts tonight as the Diamondbacks, the surprising coming out of nowhere, barely made the playoffs. Diamondbacks are four wins away. From winning their second world championship, the Texas Rangers, as a franchise, have never won the Fall Classic. This is their third time in the World Series since 2010. And to give you a history lesson, our younger listeners, the Texas Rangers, they are the expansion senators who came into existence in 1961 because the original senators moved to Minnesota, yep. where they became the Twinkies, who have won two world championships as Minnesota, whereas the Texas Rangers are still looking to win. And Texas, they went to the World Series in 10 and 11. When they went in 10, they lost to Bruce Bochy and the San Francisco Giants. Now Bruce Bochy trying to win his fourth World Series championship. I think he's already cemented in the annals of Cooperstown Hall of Fame lore. But this, I mean, coming out of retirement, no less to make this happen. So it's 84-win Arizona versus Texas Rangers and their big spending and their home runs. Arizona's got some guys with some pop, but Arizona does run. They steal bases. They're very aggressive on the base pass. Bob Nightingale, USA Today. He'll be joining us at 1.30 to preview that. But World Series Game 1, you can hear it on 105.7 The Fan. It's not a sexy matchup in terms of big markets and certainly World Series history. But as long as it turns out to be entertaining, it's all that matters. We just want to be entertained, right? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.